Welcome to this week's Open View podcast, where you can hear this week's news on the wheat, malting barley, oilseed rape and pulses markets, and also find out their latest prices. Hello, and we start off with the headlines for wheat, grain corridor, will it close or not, pick up in international grain tenders, and macroeconomics stroke politics weight. Another week of rinse repeat on the grain corridor front. Last week's gains following the explosion on the Crimean Bridge and subsequent veiled threats of a nuclear response by Russia were wiped out by fresh optimism the corridor will stay open. The UN and Turkey continue to broker talks with the warring parties, whilst Russia maintains that any agreement will need to include the lifting of sanctions which are hindering their exports. In another twist today, Russia's deputy UN envoy said he was not optimistic of a renewal of the Ukraine Black Sea export deal. He also said that Russia would reassess cooperation with the UN if they send experts to Ukraine to inspect downed drones allegedly supplied by Iran. In the meantime, Russia is to set up a natural gas hub in Turkey, which could supply gas to Europe. The saying, it's an ill wind, springs to mind regarding Turkey's involvement in negotiations. International wheat import demand appears to be picking up with Turkey in for 500k, much of which is already in store in Turkey, for dates prior to the potential closure of the corridor. Maybe they know something we don't. Iraq, Iran, Pakistan and Saudi are also in the market, whilst India announced that they would allow flour exports, but only if it's produced from imported wheat. The global economic situation continues to limp along, and what news there is is generally negative. Expectations of more interest rate hikes are putting downward pressure on sentiment and demand across a range of equity and commodity markets. The UK political situation is a shambles, with U-turns aplenty amid political point scoring, whilst the British public look on incredulously. Lots of discussion around UK crop size, feed demand, bird flu and ethanol usage which will determine the size of the exportable surplus. UK wheat is currently competitively priced for export, with business being transacted to Spain, Portugal, Rotterdam and Ireland. Domestic trade is focusing on the pre-Christmas period, with consumers both home and abroad wide open further forward due to the widening of carriers. On to malting barley, the headlines EU barley exports down on last year, barley competing with cheap maize and sorghum, freight rates remain high. The world barley market remains under pressure with the two main buyers on which the international export trade depends, that's China and Saudi Arabia, remaining absent. Brussels reports that EU barley exports are 40% down on last year. Barley is at a large discount to wheat and it's competing with cheap maize and sorghum in some traditional export homes. In some cases, world wheat futures have hit one-month low points in the last week. Pre-Christmas demand for malting barley is non-existent. We continue to load our already sold export boats whilst the weather remains good and the water levels in the Rhine have recovered enough to enable us to transship malting barley from Rotterdam to maltings on the Rhine. Shipping and barge freight rates remain high as many barges on the Rhine are being commandeered to haul coal as German brewers fear having to close if their Russian gas supply is cut off. Despite wheat futures suffering large losses at malting barley prices for the January to June months, they have continued to defy gravity. Despite wheat futures suffering large losses malting barley prices for the January June months, they have continued to defy gravity, still holding an unrealistically high premium over feed barley, which is following wheat down. 
Long holders of UK malting barley are now selling malting barley in preference to every other commodity. On to oilseed rape. Headlines, rapeseed market still volatile, canola harvests looking promising, potential record rapeseed harvest and palm oil futures on a seven-week high. The rapeseed market remains volatile with many factors influencing the general veg oil markets. Rapeseed prices have lost ground largely due to the sharp rebound in production for 2022 to 2023. DEFRA have reported the provisional estimate of English oilseed rape production has increased by 43% to 1.2 million tonnes in 2022, driven by a 20% increase in area and a 19% increase in yield. The European rapeseed forecast has also been revised up, mainly due to recovery of area in Spain and yields in Germany and France. Additionally, the canola forecasts in Canada and Australia are looking very good, all helped by good weather conditions. This means there's potential for a record rapeseed harvest worldwide, which is weighing on prices. The rebound in production of rapeseed means that, unlike last year, when rapeseed supplies are very tight, wider market factors will have a big influence on prices. The fundamentals of soybeans and prospects of a record-breaking production in Brazil next spring keeps the market's attention on South America weather and the drought risks associated with the La Nina weather phenomenon. Brazil's soybean output is estimated 152.4 million tonnes in the 2022-23 season, a 21% increase above last year's drought-hit crop. Palm oil futures have rallied recently, reaching a seven-week high on Wednesday. Uncertainties over global edible oil supply has supported the market, along with the weakening ringneck and gains in rival edible oils. Concerns over rainy weather triggered reduced production in top producers Indonesia and Malaysia, as well as fears of higher Indian import taxes also supporting prices. And on to prices for wheat future. October, 268.65. Feed wheat for November, 262. Feed barley, 240. And oilseed rape, 520 to 525. Thanks for listening. To find out more or to get our OpenView email, please speak to your regular Openfield contact or email us at communications at openfield.co.uk.